This is a podcast where you don't have to be perfect. You can be happy. Make your day count. Encouraging, uplifting, full of joy. You're worth more than you think. This is Entirely Unconventional, and I'm Lindsay Roberts. I pray for something miraculous to happen to you today. Hi, everybody. I'm Lindsay Roberts, and I want to invite you to Entirely Unconventional with me, Lindsay Roberts. Why is it entirely unconventional? You know, the Bible to me is unconventional. The Bible to me is so many interesting stories that talk about the miraculous power of God. And to me, when we see miracles and signs and wonders, it's unconventional to our natural way of thinking. But the Bible is very clear. We're in the world, but not of the world. And we walk by faith and not by sight. That's unconventional. So today, that's what I want to talk to you about, being unconventional even if the world around you seems to want you to kind of be formed into a conventional way of thinking or into somebody else's way of thinking or somebody else's way of doing things. You know, I, 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 I was looking at an article today. It was really, I got a giggle because it was talking about free thinkers and how these free thinkers were thinking like everybody else and conforming to their way of thinking and then wanting us to be free thinkers as long as our free thinking was thinking exactly like they were thinking. So where'd the free thinking go? right out the window. And I began to giggle about it because I thought, you know, free thinking 50 years ago was one thing, but now free thinking today, the way they were trying to describe it was you have to think exactly like me. And by conforming into the box of my thinking, you're a free thinker. And I thought, okay, that's really weird. That's a little bit too much for me to swallow, but you know what? Hey, if it works for them, good for them. But the way I see the Bible, I see the Bible as unconventional. It's not just free thinking, but it's an unconventional way of hooking up to Father God's way of doing and being. And the Bible talks about very clearly when we get on God's ways of doing and being. The Bible says in uh, Matthew 6 and 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It means his right way of doing and being. And when you do, all the things you have need of shall be added unto you. When God has set up certain things, and then it's followed. What's really interesting is about following it with the Lord's Prayer. When we talk about seeking first the kingdom of God and how he operates in his kingdom, his ways of doing and being, his ways of operation in the kingdom. And when we do the things we have need of will be added unto us. And then he goes on and talks about our heavenly father, hallowed, holy be thy name. And we talk about thy kingdom come, thy will be done on this earth equal to and exactly how it's done in heaven. Then that makes things relatively understandable and relatively simple that if we follow God's instruction, we get God's outcome. It's not about thinking free. It's about thinking spiritual. And I want to take you to 1 Samuel 23, the book of 1 Samuel chapter 23. This to me is one of my favorite and most interesting stories about David and battle. Now, David obviously went on to be king, but David was a man of humanness, a man of mistakes, a man of regrets, I would imagine, a man of repentance, obviously. But there's an interesting story. Why was David a man after God's own heart? Was he after the heart of God? When you read it, it's also like God was after the heart of David. It was pretty interesting the way God wrote that. But David being a man after God's own heart, in 1 Samuel 23, it goes on to talk about battle. Now, David made some very interesting statements about battle, and it's this. David inquired of the Lord. 
He said, shall I go or shall I retreat? Shall I attack? Shall I retreat? Shall I go forward? Shall I go backwards? David inquired of the Lord. Now, when we're in battle, whether it's, you know, for our family, whether it's about our finances, I'm not talking about physical battle like David was in here, but when we have a battle that we're facing, maybe it's emotional, maybe it's um, in your family, in your finances, maybe it's on your job, maybe it's in a relationship. For me, I always hope and want to inquire of the Lord first. Is that the way it always goes? No. Why? I'm a human being. I call it the human factor. So many times I inquire of myself before I inquire of the Lord. Lindsay, you mean you don't go straight to God's throne? I always say go to the throne before you go to the phone. No, the truth is that's what you're supposed to do or that's what I believe I should be doing. But many times I'll pick up the phone and call Richard. And guess what? Sometimes Richard doesn't give me the answer I want to hear. Okay, it might be the right answer, but it doesn't mean I want to hear it. But whether Richard's got the right answer or the wrong answer, whether I have the right answer or the wrong answer, whether the person I'm calling, the expert, the this, the that, whether they have the right or wrong answer, it, I happen to believe it's nice to go to people who seem to be, you know, expert opinion or, you know, say you're doing banking and you can ask a banker or say you're selling a house and you can talk to a realtor or renting a house and you can talk to the landlord. <coughs> Pardon me. You know, my, my thing is that we are, okay, I'm going to tell you what I am. I'm almost like autopilot to go to the phone and get on the internet and get an answer. And you know, sometimes I can get some really fast answers, especially when it comes to directions. My husband can find his way in a total strange place. And for some reason, it's like there's an internal north, south, east, and west, like a compass. And even if he's guessing, it's like he almost always guesses right. It's amazing to me. Where I could have the, you know, the 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 person on the phone thing that you 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 turn on the map thing and it gives you directions. I'm the one it'll give the wrong direction to, it seems like, or I try to make a guessing game. Oh, that can't be right. I'll turn here. And when I inquire of myself, you know, it's real easy to get it wrong. Even when I inquire of the map thing, it can be wrong. When I inquire of Richard, he could be wrong, or I think he's wrong, even if he's right. But David didn't play those games. David knew the importance of the battle and the Bible says in Samuel, David inquired of the Lord. 1 Samuel 23. If you get a chance, go look at 1 Samuel 23 and see how many times it says about the battle, David inquired of the Lord. O Lord God of Israel. And David and his men, David stayed. David did this. David did that. It was a strategic battle plan. But that strategic battle plan, it's 1 Samuel 23. And when you look at like 9, 10, 11, 12, it gives you kind of like what he was doing. But start at the beginning. 1 Samuel 23, 2, and David inquired of the Lord. Before you get into how things took off, you see David did something first. David inquired of the Lord. I, I want to encourage you. I have this thing when I, when I get up in the morning. I always say, God, what are my marching orders? Because the Bible says the steps of a righteous man, and I don't mean self-righteous, but I mean a person in right relationship with God. The steps of a person in right relationship with God are ordered or ordained of the Lord. 
So I always ask God, what are my marching orders today? Now, am I always perfectly following them? I'm a human being with a human factor. No, I'm not always perfect, but I believe my direction, my day, my thoughts, my mouth tends to be in better place if first and foremost, I inquire of the Lord. And I want to encourage you, just I'm going to call it short and sweet. I want to encourage you to get into 1 Samuel 23. See what happened as a result of David putting God's opinion first. Many are the plans of the righteous, but it's so simple when we see, but it's God's plan that prevails. Many are the plans of the righteous, but it's the purpose of God that prevails. We can have our plan. I'm a planner. I love to have, a, people know me, I love to have one of those to-do lists. I have a planning book, like my, my notebook that is a daily planner also has a second notebook that's a to-do list. I like to keep things orderly. I don't always follow it, but I like to know in the next 27 minutes, where am I going to be? What am I supposed to do? Even if I have, say I have a doctor's appointment or something like that. I not only like to put the appointment and the day and the time, then I put myself a reminder two or three days before. Then I like to have a phone number and all the directions so I can be prompt and I can do it in order. And then, you know, stuff comes along and it's all messed up. But the truth is I like to have things in order. But before I do any of those things, I believe as a Christian, I need to inquire of the Lord. Lord, am I supposed to do this? Lord, am I supposed to go there? Lord, am I supposed to say this? Lord, what are your marching orders for me today? If we, in fact, have the opportunity to tap into the power and the presence of God through the Holy Spirit, and that's available to us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, wouldn't it be more prudent? Wouldn't it be more efficient? Wouldn't it be more successful if I inquire of the Lord even before I inquire of my daytimer, even before I inquire of myself, even before I inquire of my opinion? I believe no matter how organized I can be, it can turn into disorganization and chaos in five seconds. Wouldn't it be prudent to inquire of the Lord. I love to talk to the Lord. I like to talk to the Lord the way I talk to my friends and talk to people. Lord, hi, how's it going? What's up? And I'm not being disrespectful. I love to pray, and praying is different, but I also like to talk to the Lord. And David, 1 Samuel 23, David inquired of the Lord. And I think it's so important we get into 1 Samuel 23. And you don't have to become, you know, totally scholarly of it. But just look at the overview. David asked God first. I believe when we get into a mindset before we do anything else, we ask God first. I believe there is a success in that. My husband, Richard, when he's home, a lot of times he's traveling, but when he's home, he is really hilariously cute. He always makes me coffee and he makes me scrambled eggs before I even get out of bed. Now, I say coffee. I don't drink caffeine, but it's I drink it, it the coffee kind that's like a, it's not decaffeinated. It's like a grain drink that's, that's um, you know, it's like a fake coffee, I call it. And years and years and years ago, my father-in-law, Oral Roberts, had to get off coffee. And he, he had me go research all these things that are like coffee substitutes. And we found one that we both loved. And I've had that forever since then. So every morning, because Richard gets up a lot earlier than I do, it used to be the other way around, but now he gets up a lot earlier than I do, 
And he always comes in with my little cup of coffee and my scrambled eggs. It's consistent. It's always the same. But you know what? As consistent and reliable as it is, sometimes Richard's not here. Sometimes he's traveling. Sometimes I don't get my coffee and scrambled eggs. But you know what? With God, God is never on vacation. God is never out going somewhere where he'll say, you know, I'll be back in a week. God is always there. As consistent as Richard is when he's home, as reliable as he is when he's home, sometimes he's not there. But I'll tell you, God's not that way. God will never leave us or forsake us. And I believe God is always there that if we call upon the name of the Lord, we shall be saved. That word saved is saved, healed, delivered. It's a word, when we look up the word sozo, S-O-Z-O, it's a really cool, interesting uh, Greek word that means like the totality of the things you have need of. God is always there with the totality of what we have need of. And like I said, he's not on vacation, but he's also a gentleman. He doesn't come in and shove his agenda down your throat because if that's the case, he wouldn't be much of a God and we would be robotic. But the truth be told, when we call on the name of the Lord, knock and it's going to be an answer. Seek and it's going to be finding. Ask and you shall receive. When David inquired of the Lord, God answered. I want to encourage you today. Inquire of the Lord. Just ask. David just asked, simple question. Do we go forward? Do we go battle? Do we retreat? Do we, do we pursue? Simple questions, godly answers. And I believe that can change the course of anybody's day. I got a question about that where somebody wrote in and said, what do I do when I've inquired of the Lord or asked God, but I don't seem to get an answer? Okay, be not weary in your well-doing, for you shall reap in due season if you faint not, be not weary in your well-doing, for you shall reap in due season. If you faint not, one of the one of the um, commentaries I read on that said, if you don't quit, if you don't give up, if you don't quit too soon. I believe with my whole heart that we have a timing. The Bible's very clear in the Old Testament to everything. There is a season, a timing. Um, springtime is followed by summer, winter. You know, uh, a darkness is followed by light. It's the way it is. You can no more stop the day from becoming night and the night to turning into day because that's God's plan and it's his timing. We could, on the other hand, want our own timing. I am guilty of that. Richard always makes a joke and says, if patience is a virtue, Lindsay's virtueless. And he's kidding. But the truth be told is when it comes to patience, as far as the way the world views patience of just sitting back and waiting, I'm not very good at it. I am not necessarily the most patient person to wait for what I think is my agenda to come to pass. But God has timing. And if you don't get the answer in your timing, inquire of the Lord. Ask. I think it's amplified that says ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. I always think of what's the alternative. Well, you could do it in your own strength, but I don't want to personally. But I say, ask and keep on asking. Don't get weary in your will doing. You shall reap in due season if you don't give up. I encourage you, ask and keep on asking. Inquire and keep on inquiring. Pray and keep on praying and see how the Lord responds. Is it easy to get weary? Oh, my gracious sakes, yes. But I don't believe God wants us to get weary or he wouldn't have said, don't get weary. So I want to encourage you, don't get weary. Keep on going. 
Keep on praying, keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on inquiring, and don't give up. And I believe God will meet you right when you need it. That's my prayer for you right now, that God comes to you at the point of your need. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the people listening to the sound of my voice. I pray for God to bless them coming in, going out, according to Deuteronomy, in the fields, in their baskets, in the city, to be blessed in every aspect of your life. God said, I want to bless you and make you a blessing. Father God, I am calling on that, including timing. I pray, Father God, that you would reveal answers, you would reveal timing, you would give people divine inspiration and divine revelation of what you have for them. Satan, I command you to take your hands off of God's people, off of God's property. You'll not interfere with this prayer or with the people listening to it. I pray for divine inspiration, divine direction, divine encouragement, divine timing in every area of your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. And you know, I love to close this program with something that I firmly believe. No matter what the devil tells you, Resist him, rebuke him, and always believe that you are worth more than you think. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. To connect with Lindsay on social media, follow her on Instagram at Lindsay Roberts Official. To get a copy of Lindsay's brand new book, Discover Your True Worth, simply search Discover Your True Worth on Amazon.com. We'll see you next week.